Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Out to Beat podcast. My guest today is Sarah Jelly, who is an alumni of the Audience Builder, which is the course that we have just relaunched this week. Yesterday was the official start date of the launch, and I am so excited that this course is now out into the world in its new, updated, glorious form. So before we dive into the episode, I just want to tell you a little bit about it. The Audience Builder is everything you need to grow your audience. It is the step-by-step course to clarify your brand and organically grow your fan base and in turn monetize your music career. So what I think is really important in that too is to acknowledge that this isn't the kind of course that's gonna teach you that you have to spend more money in order to do this. We're gonna teach you how to grow and all you have to invest in is the program. And you're gonna learn how to do it organically through really, really strong messaging, and knowing your brand and being able to work within the algorithms to get the results that you want. So we just relaunched it. You can buy both the self-paced version if you just wanna go through it yourself with just the videos, or if you want support, which is what I highly recommend, we have launched a group coaching option. So this group coaching cohort will begin on June 1st and will be three months long. You can join at any time, but you definitely want to join as soon as possible because we are currently running a founder's discount for the next week. So on all pricing options, you can get a discount right now. You don't have to do anything. All you have to do is show up to the sales page, which I'll put in the link uh, in the description of the show notes. And you can also just go to katiezacardi.com build and it will take you there. There is, again, literally nothing you have to do besides just go to the website, pick your option, and the discount is there for you. But the discount goes away next week. So next Wednesday, the 18th, the discount goes away. So if you are ready to take it to the next level, if you are ready to grow your audience and get unstuck on social media and you don't want to be wondering, what do I post or do I really have to show up a million times a day or how do I do this in a way that is actually fun for me and doesn't seem so freaking time consuming and just like sucks all of the joy out of my life, then join this course because I I don't stand for that. <laughs> we approach everything from a place of doing what is in alignment, finding joy, and just basically not being sleazy or salesy or anything gross like that, but taking your message and your heart, the heart behind your music, if you're a coach behind your, your coaching and your programs, and being able to message that and just get it out to the people who need to hear it. So Again, you can head to katiezacardi.com slash build to grab the audience builder. And I cannot wait to see you inside of the course. Without any further ado, let's dive into this episode with Sarah. Hey, Sarah, and welcome to the Out to Be podcast. Hi, Katie. Thanks for having me. I am very excited to chat with you today. So you are an audience builder alumni, we'll call it. (laughs) And um, we're going to talk a little bit about your experience in the program. But before we dive into it, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Yeah, so I live on Maui um, and I am a vocal coach and vocalist and singer songwriter and, you know, all the things usually. Um, But right now I am just launching uh, my first signature program called Vocal Magic. And I'm really excited about that because it's a long-term dive in for um, perfectionist uh, overthinker aspiring singers. I love that you started with I live on Maui because it's like, that's the first thing you need to know. (laughs) It's really important. And I usually preface it with uh, sorry, not sorry, but... (laughs) 
No, it really is important. And so I love that you do both things. Like you said, you're an artist yourself and you are a coach. So just talking a little bit about your journey, because I know people will be curious, how did you, like, have you always done vocal coaching or, or teaching or like what led you to do this as well as being an artist and also start your, your new program that you have? Yeah, um, <clears throat> I have been a singer for a very long time since I was like a teenager, um, writing songs and stuff. And I finally put my my first album out in 2020. Thanks for the pandemic for making me do that. Um, and then uh, before then, I had done a bunch of theater and I actually had a little co-star, like a 12 year old co-star whose grandpa was like, hey, do you teach voice lessons? And I was like, well, not yet. And then I, <laughs> I was like, I looked into it. And I was like, I could totally do this. Um, I really, I thrive teaching. Like it's one of my favorite things to do. Um, I always say it's like second only to singing. So like number one, number two, I love singing and teaching singing. Um, so from that first student, it just kind of grew from there. And uh, COVID really helped me um, get rid of my other part-time jobs and become a vocal coach full-time. And it's been mm. really wonderful. And I just love um, the whole business aspect of it too. That's been really new and exciting and new challenge for me. And um, I really, it's kind of interesting to find the balance between my artist self and my coach self, because, um, you know, usually it's, it's, I'm a multitasker, but it's hard to really focus on one, uh, more than one big picture at once. So like growing the business has kind of taken over the last year or so. And that's fine. I'm growing it so that I can get back to my artist self and spend more time writing music and releasing music and and all that and, and kind of walking the walk that I teach my students to do. I love that. So were you teaching just in person before COVID and then you went online or were you teaching online before COVID? I was teaching just in person. I was actually driving to all my students' houses, which was a whole thing. Yeah. And I'm consuming, <laughs> I'm, right? <laughs> it was so time consuming and so hot in the summer. Um, I'm so grateful that um, this pivot happened actually because it really freed me up and was it showed me what I wanted for my life. Like I want more time at home. I want more time for myself. Um, so I really actually love teaching online and I get to serve students from all over. Right now I have students in New York um, and Portland and Hawaii. So it's awesome. Yeah, that's amazing. And it is interesting because I think a lot of people went through a similar pivot, whether it was, you know, solely focused on their music career or with a coaching or teaching program as well, where they were kind of forced to go online and now figure out how to market and have an online presence, which is, of course, why I created the audience builder. So yeah. what was your impetus for joining it when you did? I know I feel like you joined like over a year, a year and a half ago, I want to say. Right. I want to say, too. It was quite a while ago, I think when you were first starting out, because I was like, uh, I, was, I was following you and I really liked your style and how you, you kind of bring it back to like, what do you want as a person? You know, let's get rid of all the hustle and what you feel like you need to do. And how can we make this work for you? Um, and I was like, yes, teach me how to do social media like that, <laughs> please. Um, and I really needed um, more of a presence for my coaching because I hadn't really, I'd just been going on uh, word of mouth basically mm -hmm. locally. So becoming an online music teacher and wanting to grow, I needed a way to put myself out there in a way that wasn't gonna make me stressed out and burned out all the time. Yeah. and. This bundle has gone through a couple of iterations and the, the relaunch we're just doing now is a whole new iteration of it, which is amazing. But I feel like it's so 
it really does that. I, I make it a priority to make sure that whatever I'm teaching, it's not in a way that allows no flexibility, that gives structure, mm-hmm. but make sure that you are getting in touch with like what you truly want to say. Because at the end of the day, if you're showing up on social media and you like hate your life and you hate <laughs> what you're doing and you feel miserable, it's not going to go well. And it's also going to yeah. feel shitty. <laughs> so Nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. So was there any, um, is there anything else you want to share about that just in terms of like things that you explored and experienced in how you approach social media now that allows you that kind of freedom and allows you to create how you want to create? Yeah. I mean, just the idea of planning things out really terrified me, but this last um, <clears throat> couple of months leading up to this launch, I really allowed myself to test that out and see like, can I come up with all these ideas at one time? And just the ideas that you presented um, in the course, like just think about the top top five things that you love to talk about and just do that. It made it so much easier because I was like, oh, well, if I only have to talk about things that I love to talk about, there's endless topics to write about. And I can, if I allow myself the time you know, clear headed time to sit down and write about these things, then it becomes so much easier and actually enjoyable because it's the stuff that I love talking to my students about in person. I'm just putting it down and bringing people into my world that way. Yeah. I, there's a couple of things in there that I want to dive deeper into. One of them is I know before we started recording, when we were talking before the interview, you shared that you were so excited that you didn't have to do things you didn't want to do except reels, <laughs> but it's been a game changer for you. So tell me about your love hate with reels and like how, how has reels helped you be able to grow on socials? Yeah. I mean, I'm still a baby, baby account on my coaching account. Um, but reels have just like, I didn't know people would talk about how much, like they just get shared so much in the algorithm, but I didn't really realize how much like, random people see it and like it and follow you and it really is helpful for growth and i was just so (laughs) i was so terrified honestly like i want to say i was stubborn but really i was just scared because Mm -hmm. as most uh millennials watching the whole TikTok thing happen i'm like i don't know how to create a video i'm not like a film expert i don't know how to like bring people in in a story but it really is kind of almost half done for you you just apply it to your content and you know spend a little extra time making it not terrible looking and you're golden yeah and it gets so much easier with practice doesn't it it's like the more you do it the easier it becomes and and the more natural for lack of a better word it becomes so it's not this huge stressor but you have to just take that first leap and start (laughs) otherwise it'll continue to stay daunting yeah and i think like as it's become more of a thing, I get to watch more people do it in different ways. So like when it first started, it was very much like, you know, the pointing to the things and the dancing. And I was like, that doesn't feel authentic for me. So why would I do that? But now I'm seeing people do things in a very real important way and having really important conversations on there. And I'm like, oh, I can, I can do that. I can have my important conversations because there's so many sounds and so many things that I can create that feel real and not fake for me. Yeah, I love that. So speaking of content creation, I know you had also mentioned that it was the first time in the course that you'd ever heard the terms pain and pleasure point. And I think that that's something that's new for a lot of people, certainly more musicians than coaches. Coaches might have heard it before, but how did that 
uh, part of the course talking about content creation and brainstorming content ideas and, you know, thinking about like pain and pleasure points of your audience change how you approached content and did it help? Did it make it easier? You know, what did you kind of learn from that? Yeah, I mean, it's weird to think of that as an artist because you're just like, well, I'm just here to entertain you. Like, yeah. that's that's the only pleasure point there is. But then you start to really dive into it. And like, my music is very um, mental health conscious. And I really, uh, I love to talk about real stuff, you know, like real things that people are struggling with, like anxiety and codependency. And so that was the, the other thing that it really shine a light on like, oh, I can talk about this stuff too. And it could be a pain or pleasure for, point for somebody. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're really feeling a lot of these things. And the only thing that can really um, get to them is music. So that can be really helpful as an artist. And then on the coach standpoint, I'm not just a, you know, a voice teacher, you know, I don't just teach you technique. I really like to get in there and have these deep conversations with that as well. Like we're talking about how your mind directly connects to your voice and how what you're thinking and feeling can really deeply affect um, how you approach different notes and different techniques and how you walk on stage as a person, you know, it's very much a whole person vocal coaching that I do. So it's really important for me to talk about these things like people that have lived their whole life thinking I can't sing because somebody told them they couldn't sing when they were 10. Mm. Like that's a huge pain point. And I was just overlooking that, you know, if you're just marketing from a base uh, foundation without talking about these things, it's very much like, oh, you want to sing? Come here. (laughs) Exactly. It's like, oh, learn to sing. Okay, great. As opposed to being like, you feel embarrassed to sing because every time you've done it, you've been judged and it's emotionally like exhausting. Like those are two completely different things. And guess what? You're going to call out your ideal client so much more clearly when you get down to the root of what they're feeling, not just the surface level. Yeah. And I've had so many people tell me like, I, I read that and I was like, oh my God, how did you know that I was feeling that way? I'm like, because I, I felt it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that is like the best really. Cause that's what you want is people to read it and be like, you're in my brain. And that's exactly the point of the work that we, that we do so that your audience resonates in that way. Yeah. And it's not just on social media. Like I'm on um, Thumbtack, which is like a a service app. And like wherever I talk about my vocal coaching, I bring this stuff in too. So even real conversations in IRL, as we say. Yeah. um, And it really, it touches people in a different way, I think. And I'm really happy to, to have thought about that and changed my perspective on it. That's incredible. So what would you say you we've already touched on several but are there any other top takeaways that you feel like you really learned from the course especially you know if you're speaking to someone who's kind of considering joining and they're like i need to get my branding and social media shit together like what might i learn (laughs) are there any other nuggets of wisdom that you kind of felt like really impacted you and how you show up in your brand and on social media yeah i mean the way you just said that brought something up it's something that i teach my students like when you're thinking, oh, I have to get my shit together, I have to I have to control my voice, I have to fix it. It's that feeling of constriction, of forcing, of like, oh, I'm not good enough as I am right now, and I have to change that and make something happen that's not going to feel good. It's going to be really outside of my comfort zone, and I have to like, ugh, I have to try really hard. Um, but in my experience, this conversation works for pretty much everything because I was feeling that way about social media. Like, oh man, I gotta, I gotta post things. I gotta just look better on social media. I have to fix it. But your audience builder really showed me that like I can show up in the way that I enjoy showing up and I can create 
an environment for myself that is engaging for me first and foremost. And when I'm engaged, other people are going to be engaged. And I hadn't really thought about that before. So that was really helpful. Rewind, listen to that again. That was so juicy, (laughs) but it's true. When you're a musician and also a coach together or separately, it feels like there's this long list of things that you have to do. Like I have to figure out my branding. I have to create a social media strategy. I have to, you know, make a reel or make a TikTok and whatever. And when you approach it with that energy, it is really restrictive and you're not showing up in your best in your best energy and your with your best foot forward saying what you want to say honestly and openly when you're trying to force something. So I am just, I'm so happy to hear that, that it helped you with that. But I also think that's such a brilliant like coaching moment that you just gave to everyone who's listening to be able to let go a little bit of that and know that there's also support out there to figure out how you want to create in a way that's not like, you know, if you don't, show up for three, you know, three videos a day for three years straight, then you're a failure (laughs) and like that kind of shit. Yeah. Thank (laughs) you for validating the people that are not into doing that. Yeah. I'm not into doing that. Although I do, I will tell you, I've been on a roll with TikTok, but like, it's not forced. Like when you get in the zone of creating what you want to create, it tends to come out a lot easier. So you can actually sustain something like that if you care to, but it's not necessary. And it's also not going to happen if you're trying to force it to happen. Yeah, absolutely. So you wrote to us and you said that in two make two months of really making an effort, you've grown your Instagram followers by 60% and your engagement by 600%, which is... <laughs> insane so no, the numbers don't lie and I want to ask about like how it was like watching that growth happen and watching that change happen but also how you felt watching that happen especially after making that shift of like not forcing yourself how did it feel to be able to post what you wanted and then also see the stats back that up yeah I mean I didn't actually look up the stats until you <laughs> until I was preparing for this interview. Um, but I was like, oh my God, at 600%, like that <laughs> happened. And I'm pretty sure it's a lot of the reels, honestly. But it's also, I made a commitment to myself to show up every single day, um, you know, plan stuff out beforehand as much as possible. But also when something comes up that I wanna share, just share it, even if it's not like, if it's my personal life a little bit that may relate a little bit to my coaching or vice versa. And um, it's really cool to see that making something a commitment in my life actually has a difference in the outside, you know, the outside world. The algorithm appreciates more sharing, of course, as we know, but I was so worried about the sharing every day that it was stressing me out. But then when I stopped worrying about it and had a plan and was had that content already planned out and it was easy that's when the growth started to happen because i was less worried about it and things were honestly just scheduled automated for me that's amazing so one last question that i want to ask you is what would you say to someone who is thinking about joining the audience builder but isn't sure and maybe also is like considering the investment and maybe hasn't invested in themselves or in their music career like this before what would your advice be um, I think so. My perspective has had to change a lot on this in the last couple of years um, since I really got serious and committed to both my artist self and my coach self. 
Um, but honestly, investment has been the only thing that has made a difference. If I was still doing social media like I thought I should have been two years ago, uh, I would not have any followers and no engagement and I would be hating myself, right? <laughs> so it's really important to, if you know you want to grow, if you know you want to grow on social media, get this program because it's going to show you, I'm not going to tell you it's going to like change your life forever and ever and in all the ways, but it's really, it makes this one little thing less of a thing that you have to figure out. And that's what investment in coaches is all about. It's like, can you really spend a year testing out all this stuff by yourself? Do you have that time? No. Yeah. <laughs> like it's so much easier to, to figure out a way to pay for a good coach that you vibe with that really makes things feel easier for you and feel like you don't have to do everything all the time. And every time I've invested in myself, um, whether it be for social media, for business coaching, or for um, artists like my own voice teachers, it's it's exponential the difference that it's made in such a short amount of time. I totally agree. I mean, I love having coaches for myself because I'm like, just do it better than I can, or tell me how to do it better without me having to figure it out all myself. <laughs> yeah, and it's amazing. Like you give uh, worksheets to answer all these questions and templates and other ideas that I never, ever would have thought of on my own. So it's, it really makes a huge difference having somebody show you the way and have walked it before you. That is amazing. Thank you so much, Sarah, for sharing your experience. Is there anything else before we get to like how to follow you, work with you, all that juicy stuff? Is there anything else you want to add or, or just mention before we wrap up today? Um, I just want to appreciate you for being who you are and showing up. And I love how you've gotten really unafraid of sharing everything that you believe in lately and that is inspiring for me on social media as well um yeah it's really I'm cool to be like gonna cry right now <laughs> <laughs> i mean like i know i haven't worked with you like and one-on-one -on -one coaching but like just following you on social media is is really cool to see because you you actually walk the walk of what you're telling people to do and it's really cool and you're one of many amazing women in my life who I follow, who I'm just watching in awe and like, oh, I can do that. And I can do that because they did it. And it's really cool to watch that. And I hope that I can be that for other people in the future too. You already are. You already are that. <laughs> you are doing amazing. I've been watching what you've been doing too, and you're crushing it. And I'm so happy that I could be a part of your journey. So with that being said, I'm sure that some of the listeners also want to be a part of your journey or have you be a part of theirs as they <laughs> listen to your music, join your community, or even work with you for some vocal coaching. So tell us how we can connect with you, work with you, all that juicy stuff. Yeah. Um, so I am on Instagram a whole lot. Uh, Vocal Magic Coach is my handle. Um, I'm that on Facebook as well, but it's really, I don't do a whole lot on there anymore. It's really just Instagram focused and I want to get into the TikTok world. So do it. hopefully that will happen do soon. Do it. I'm, I'm, I'm here to advocate. <laughs> do it. <laughs> anyway, I'm Vocal Magic Coach on there too. Um, and I am, I just launched my signature program, Vocal Magic. It's a five month deep dive for perfectionist aspiring singers. And you can find that on my website at sarahjellymusic.com. Um, or I talk about it on my socials all the time. Um, and you can book a call or just DM me and I'll tell you all about it. Um, and my name is Sarah with no H and Jelly with an extra E before the Y. 
I love that clarification. <laughs> and we'll put the links in the show notes as well so that if you forget, you can just click it. <laughs> and Perfect. Check Sarah out. Sarah, thank you so much for coming on today and sharing all of your wins and your insights from being a part of the audience builder and just experiencing social media for yourself as an artist and as a coach. We appreciate you so much. Thanks, Katie. Thank you so much for listening to the Out To Be podcast. If you like this episode, be sure to share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, rate and review it on Apple iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. That really helps us spread the message and get this podcast out to even more women in music. For more information on coaching services, head to katiezacardi.com. See you next week.